What is up, dads? My name is Mark Savant. Welcome to Act a Dad, the awesome dad show. I am really excited to share today's episode with you. I got the chance to interview a really awesome dad who, growing up, was told you can do anything you want as long as you're a doctor or a lawyer. And he realized that path did not make him completely satisfied. And so what he's doing with his kids is giving them the flexibility to pursue the things that they love. And by doing that, it's given him a chance to really connect with his kids in a meaningful way. And at this point, they get chances to do viral dance videos all over the world. They've done dance videos on cruise ships. They've done dance videos in the middle of NBA basketball games. So they're just living their best lives. And I'm really excited to share this story with you today. I think you're going to get a lot of value out of it. Please, if you have not already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. When you subscribe to Active Dad, the awesome dad show, it really helps us to reach more and more dads. I get questions all the time. Hey, Mark, how can I contribute? How can I help? Subscribe. It makes all the difference when you subscribe. And I also would like to offer you a personal invitation to check out Acta Dad's Facebook group. We've got a really quickly growing community of a lot of awesome dads. There's a lot of really good people there. So I would implore you, check it out, get involved with the community, get involved with the awesome dad movement. That's what Acta Dad is all about. So without further ado, let's start the show. Raymond Lee. Welcome to the Act of Dad podcast. I'm so excited for this show. I've been really looking forward to it. I've been loving the content that you are putting online. I love the Dad Goals 101 vibe. And I'm really excited to hear a little bit about your story and see how that can apply to all the dads out here. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. And I, I really appreciate you reaching out. Yeah, I'm, I, I've been, again, looking forward to this. I think it's going to be some really good context. If you're really positive for a lot of dads out there. So I want to hear from you. One of the things I really like about what you're doing is you have a very unique take on dadding. You know, I don't see many dads out there doing exactly what you do. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your history and how you got to to where you're at now? You know, I I guess the short answer of what what kind of makes me different is – some people think of me as I'm that corporate attorney that makes dance videos with his wife and kids. And, and so it's different, right? I, you know, I, I make these hip hop videos with my kids. You know, also, it's kind of unexpected. I'm you know, 48. I'm an older dad. You know, I got young kids. Uh, I'm an attorney. And, and so kind of the last thing you would expect would be to see me doing these hip hop videos with my kids. And we've done them on cruise ships when we were on vacation and we've done them at the mall. But they're fun to watch, but I I don't think they're really that different from what other dads are doing. And and I'll tell you why. It it just so happens that it's something that kind of lends itself to other people looking at them, you know, whether it's on Instagram or or, or whatever. But the way that I look at it and the way that um, it's kind of helped me as a dad sort of fit into, you know, this this active dad movement that you're you're talking about is it's very much – like a guy that likes to do 5k fun runs with his kids right and and so it just so happens that what it builds up to this dance video is something that's very shareable and and watchable but it's no different from you know a guy that that runs let's say half an hour every night with with his kids and and then they do like a a, a 5k no one really wants to watch somebody run a 5k but (laughs) The dad part of it is exactly the same. So 
think think of it as you know you're spending time with your kids and and it's not it, I, I hear all this hear this all the time you know dad should spend time with their kids it's not just time though because you could spend a lot of time with your kids where you're you know just telling them what they're doing wrong you know what they should be doing better or you could be in the same room with them but not really engaging with them but quality time Right. So let's say you're you're a dad that likes to go running and, and, and you could run with your kids. And it's during that time where your kids consistently see you spending time with them. They consistently see you wanting to spend time with them. And it's during that time when you let your guard down, your, your kids let their guard down that. You know, that's when your son will tell you about this girl he has a crush on at school. That that's that's the time where your kids get to see you struggle and see that you're human. I I, I remember when when I first started, you know, sort of dadding. I, I, I guess there's no manual. There's there's no one there to tell you how to do it. All all you do is you just kind of internalized how your parents did it for you, and and um. Man, <laughs> I was doing it all wrong when I first started out, right? And you know, I'm not trying to throw my parents under the bus or anything like that, but they did it how their parents taught them. And, you know, I, I just wanted to, to be more active, uh, play a more active role in, with my kids. You know, my parents had me in a lot of sports growing up, but, you know, they didn't go watch a lot of my, you know. My dad actually never went to a single one of my soccer matches, uh, karate tournaments, Um you know, I, I wrestled, didn't see one single wrestling match, but he did what he thought he was supposed to do, which was work hard and, you know, pay for all that stuff and make sure I went to college. But I, I wanted to do it differently. Well, yeah, you brought up a lot of I think, <laughs> very, very important points in uh, in in that um, in your answer there. And one of the points I think that you hit on that I, I believe is probably one of the, if not the most important facet of being an awesome dad is spending that quality time, not sitting there on your phone while your kid watches TV or plays yeah. a video game, but actually being uh, involved and engaged in what they're doing. The same token that can be really challenging as dad, because look, you know, you've got to pay for all these different things. You're providing for the family. You're providing security and protection and health and all these different things. Um, that can be challenging. In, in addition to all of that, you need to take care of yourself because if yeah. you're not happy, if you're not satisfied, if you're not content, that's going to be a disease that spreads to everyone and nobody is going to be happy. So wow. what I really love about what you're doing and and I don't think you should play this down because a lot of people have a hard time with this but a lot I love how when I watch your videos I can see how much fun not only your kids are having but how much fun you're having ah, actually yeah. being involved and moving and, and whatnot so what I'm interested to know in 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 your case at any rate how did you get started in hip hop dancing? Was this something that your kids just started doing and you hopped on or did you used to, like, how did, how did you guys get started? How did your dance troupe get started? I got to know. I think, and, and I think this is relatable to, to every dad, you got to find something that you both like. I, I mean, and it's like with anything, um, like with your career, you know, growing up, uh, my, my dad was a doctor. I mean, he, he passed a couple of years ago, but you know, as a doctor and, and a first generation, you know, Asian American, my parents told me growing up, you can be anything you want in life as long as it's a doctor or lawyer. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of choice there, right? And, and same thing with the sports that I played. Parents, 
God bless them. They, they, you know, they saw the value in, in sports, team sports, and they put me in, in, in them. But I didn't really have a choice as to what I would do. I played a lot of tennis that I did not enjoy. I'll, I'll tell you that. But, you know, I, I think that like your career, if you figure out early on what you like, then it's not work. Right. And, and so I'm just guessing that a lot of dads struggle with connecting with their kids, particularly daughters, because their their kids like one thing and they have no idea how to connect with it. I mean, my, my kids like Minecraft. I got into that and, and I played that with my my kids. But I, I think the trick is you find something that you both like. I, I never really danced before, but I always wanted to. I will say I was always that cousin at weddings that would get on the dance floor and make a fool out of himself, but I had fun. And so my kids started out doing different sports, uh, soccer. Um, they did that for a couple of years and karate for a couple of years and they were good at them, but they, they didn't love them. And so my wife and I decided, well, let's kind of, you know, shop, shop around and, and see what they're really passionate about. And, you know, we took our kids to a hip hop class and they took to it like immediately. And so we figured, you know, we got we got something here. So we we found and I didn't even know this was a thing. There are hip hop teams um, and they're really popular now, like on World of Dance. It's like the number one rated TV show where they've got these hip hop teams that compete against each other. So for us, you know, we got to check off all the boxes of, you know, all the benefits of traditional team sports. So our kids got into that. You know, like any sport that you really get into, you you spend a lot of time in the parking lot, you know, with your wife waiting for the kids to come out of practice. And and then after a while, you know, we said, well, let, let's just start taking some classes at the studio. And and so, you know, we're we're doing that and and our kids get to see us struggle. And so when we tell them, you know, like they got to practice and our, our big thing is. To me, one of the biggest um, indicators of success in life is having discipline. And and if you if you ask my kids, all right, what does what does discipline mean? They'll roll their eyes because they've heard this a thousand times. They'll say discipline is doing what you have to do, even though you don't feel like doing it. Right. So that applies to studying, going to a job you don't like or what whatever it is. And so um, when we talk about discipline, you know, we have to practice what we preach, right? So if we're going to learn a dance routine, me and my wife, you, you can't cram for that, you, you know? So they get to see us struggle and they get to see us practice. And and so when we tell them all these things, we get to lead by example, not just our words, because I think people don't, you know, necessarily do what you say, they do what you do. That's how we got into it. And um, we've been we've been having a lot of fun with it. Very cool. You brought up a lot of good points in uh, there as well. I think it's important as, as fathers to not force our kids to do things they don't mm. enjoy. And, you know, certainly for a lot of people that that's what ends up happening. You know, no, you're going to play baseball or you're going to be a doctor. Or you're going to do this. But if, if it doesn't resonate with the kid, then you know, it might even be resentful, which is even worse. Right. Yeah. So it's important to find that right balance. Um, so it sounds like in your case, you guys were just trying different things until mm -hmm. you found something that really popped and your kids really got excited about. It. They got into it and then uh, you were able to, you know, connect with it on a similar on a similar way. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's not all unicorns and rainbows because it is something that they love. 
but like anything, like if I loved cooking, there are going to be days when I don't feel like doing it. Even, even people that love to exercise, right? And you could be really swole, look like the rock. Even the rock will say there are days he doesn't feel like, like getting up at five in the morning and doing it, but you got to play the long game, find something that they love and they're passionate about, but you also have to manage your short game also, because there are going to be days when they don't feel like going to practice at the studio. And, you know, that's where the best teaching moments come in, right? That's discipline. There are going to be days where you got to do what you have to do, even if you don't feel like it. But, you know, this whole dance thing has really led to a lot of teaching moments for us, because I think that when you spend consistent time with your kids, you know, it's not just, oh my gosh, I used to work at this, uh, this huge law firm when I first got out of law school. And we had 11 offices worldwide. Um, they've now merged with some others. They're the largest firm in the world. And there were people there that literally, I mean, worked 80 hours a week. And they thought they were good parents because once a year, they would take their kids on this super expensive European vacation. You can't parent once a year for two weeks. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you know what I mean? So that's why being involved and, and doing what we do has really helped us because you're there every day. And that's when, you know, you never know when the teaching moment's going to pop up. And it's definitely not going to be during a two-week European vacation. There's probably going to be a lot of a lot of arguing and a lot of, you know, ignoring each other and being irritable on a vacation like that. We try to parent, you know, sort of every day. That's, I mean, that's the only way to do it. You have to yeah. be giving consistent quality time. Look, I'm not here to tell people how to live their lives, no. right? But you, you have to, you have to decide what's important because there's certain, there's certain things that cannot replace a father. There's certain things that cannot replace dad. You cannot replace dad with a television. You cannot replace dad with money. You cannot replace dad with a caretaker. It's impossible. So it's, it's really important that I think that dads understand their value you know, not only in the workplace, but also at home. Um, and one of the cool things I think about what, what you've kind of done here is, you know, being an attorney is, I wouldn't say a very creative type of career. It's, and I think there's a lot of dads out there that aren't doing something that's creative. They're not building, you know, they're just kind of going to work, they're running the numbers, they're making their calls and they're going home. But what's really cool about what you and your kids are doing, sure. you're able to tickle that uh, or, or scratch that creative itch that you have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, clearly, but, you know, the world is changing in a lot of ways, right? So you no longer have to be a doctor or a lawyer to be successful. I mean, if they're good, they yeah. could turn, they could spin that into a huge career. Oh, absolutely. And what, I mean, my kids are only 10 and 12, but, you know, I've already, you know, had these conversations with them where I've told them the story about my parents saying I can be anything that I want as long as a doctor and a lawyer, right? They've, they've heard that story. But what I've told them, though, is, look, you literally can, especially with uh, social media and, and the way things, and, and you have to be very careful about that. But um, the point is, there's a lot of ways that you can monetize any of your passions. And so find something that you love and you can make a career out of that. For example, with dance, what I've told my kids is, I don't want you to be a professional dancer. I want you to be, if, if, if dance is something that you love, 
I want you to be in the business of dance. So to be in the business of dance, you have to be a good dancer, right? You don't have to be the best. You have to be a good dancer, but you understand the industry. You understand dance. You could open up a dance studio. You could be a choreographer. We recently went to Houston, my wife and, and, and my two kids. We went to Houston for a weekend of dance workshops. And the, you know, the person that hosted it was is a world famous choreographer that has multiple streams of, of income but again teaching our kids how how to have a career in this new digital age and not do what i did which was get good grades in, in in junior high school and then get good grades in in high school so you can get into a good college get good grades in college uh, get an internship go to graduate school and then it's it's actually harder to blaze your own path than it is to kind of like fall into this regimented, you know, kind of path that I did. And and you talked about, you know, me being able to to scratch this creative itch that I have. And yeah, I, I can tell you there's no one at my job or at any law firm that I worked at that is um you know, making videos with their kids, learning dance routines and creating content and trying to figure out how to upload them to YouTube and, and, and that sort of thing. So it, I'm getting something out of it, too. But mainly it, it's about the kids and, and making sure that they're having fun. Because when you watch the videos, I think you had said that you, you can't fake the kind of fun that we have and you see it. It, it works for us. Yeah, you're definitely checking off a lot of the awesome dad uh, boxes with oh, with man. your Thanks. with your mission, with your goals there. It's it's like a Venn diagram. It, you know, if, if you can get the different parts of your life to overlap, um, it it's that area in the middle, that overlap where your life is, is truly on fire. And I, I believe that. Oh, it's exactly like a Venn diagram. And, yeah. you know, when, when time is your greatest bottleneck, when you can combine passions, your personal passions with your kids, um, that's when really beautiful and wonderful things happen. I mean, I could go way, way down a rabbit hole on. Let's, let's do this, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So you brought up an interesting point about how you don't necessarily need to go to school and get good grades and then go to the next level and get good grades. Because what's what's really happening right now is that the Internet is cutting out the middleman. Right. So you don't need to um, be put on by MTV anymore. You can leverage the power of the Internet. And if you're good, you can actually reach people, which I think is, is important. You know, I mean, even to be an actor before you had to um, get an agent, you, you, you had to move to Hollywood, you, you had to get signed by a major studio, you had, then you had to, you know, be signed to, to the cast of a TV show. And, and, but now you've got content creators that literally low production values, they create videos and, you know, they, they have a career. Absolutely. My wife the other day, she, we got a, a letter in the mail, a little advertising letter in the mail for a modeling agency. And she's like, well, maybe like, this looks interesting. Maybe we should enroll uh, uh, my daughter Adeline in that. I, I look at her, I said, you realize you have this, right? You don't need to pay a yeah. modeling agency thousands of dollars. What you do yeah. is you start posting interesting content online. You start yeah. using hashtags and, and connecting with other people, collaborating. You know, so that's, you, you said, you mentioned that you and your family uh, visited Houston and you got to uh, go to this big convention. How did that go? Did you, were you able to network with any other uh, dance troops, any other dance dads? 
Oh, it, 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 it was great. And, you know, for my kids, the benefit was they, they got to be surrounded by a lot of talent and, and they really got to see, you know, if they were to work hard, you know, how far they could take this dance thing. And again, they're 10 and 12. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, my wife and I, we're definitely not stage parents. You know, we're not trying to groom them for careers in, in the entertainment industry. I, I haven't taken this thing past, you know, next week. I mean, it, it's literally the dad part, you know, the teaching moments comes first, you know, especially at their age. I'm very mindful. I mean, if you look at my my Instagram account, which is really the only social media where, where I kind of put these things on. When you look at that, I'm very mindful that um, anything that I put out there um, is very respectful of my kids, knowing that at their age, you know, for them to consent to being in a in a video that, you know, I have on a public account, you know, I, I'm very mindful that even if they say, oh, you know, I love it, let's make a video like this, you know, I, I, I still pause and I go, you know what, let's slow our roll here, you, you know, because I don't ever want to feel like, you know, I'm exploiting my kids or putting content out there, you know, that, they, that later on in life, they might go, eh, you know, maybe we did that too much, but I, I'd rather err on the side of being too cautious than to, to put too much stuff out there. And that's fair. And communicating with your kids, keeping that line of communication open is important. Another principle of the, the awesome dad movement is, is building up trust. And so, mm. you know, you've, you've got to make sure that you've got their trust, that they trust what you're doing. Um, you, you're definitely right about the exploitation thing. I think it's, a, it's important that you're at least uh, cognizant that it's, it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the, the content that you're putting out there, the memories that you're making, the networking connections that you're making are, are going to be really positive for them in the long run. 20 years from now, you're going to look back with your kids and maybe your grandkids, yeah. and you're going to see a video of dancing during a basketball halftime show. And, and yeah. it's going to be like, wow, remember that? That was so cool. That was so fun. And man, look how far we've come since then. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I think that's one of the really cool things about not only being involved with your kids now, but being able to capture that content and, you know, post it online because it's, it's there. It's there basically forever, which, you know, there's pros and cons to that. But I think that's a really cool thing. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, my, my daughter will definitely have an interesting slideshow during her wedding reception. <laughs> yes. Yes. No one's going to try to show her up on the dance floor. I am sure of that. I'm curious as well. What were some of your most meaningful moments as a father? What were some of your most meaningful dance moments? You know, I'll, I'll tell you, um, you had talked about performing at a, at a basketball game. I assume you'd seen this video. And this was about a month ago. My wife and I are on a, on a hip hop team um, at my kids' dance studio made up of other parents. And we perform at some of the kids' competitions. And uh, one of my son's teams, we both had the opportunity to perform at an NBA halftime show. Um, this was a Friday night uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, that, that was amazing. To be able to perform at a halftime show with my wife and, and, and my son, I mean, I mean that's something we'll, we'll never forget. And I, I think the building, this was at the Capital One Arena, you know, 97% capacity. I think they, it seats like 18,000. And that was great. But the most memorable uh, thing that's come out of all of this is a couple weeks ago, we were at a dance competition uh, for my kids. 
and it was at this huge um, ho- you know hotel resort. Thousands of people there. Um, the whole the whole resort was booked for just the um, the competitors from different teams, and you know people came from up and down the East Coast. And my son, being twelve years old, he had put his phone down someplace. And um, you know, my my wife and I, when we upgraded our phones, we we gave um, our kids our old phones. And he put it down, and we use the phones to call them when we need to. We can track them, you know, with with the find my family kind of thing. So we always know where they are. Put it down, and it got stolen. And in fact, when he realized he lost it, you know, I pulled up my phone. I could see it driving away. Then it got cut off. Whoever stole it turned the phone off. And I treated it with the appropriate amount of gravitas, talked to my kid about it. And I was upset because um, it was expensive. He was upset because he knew that it was a hand-me-down and um, that we weren't going to replace it with an equivalent phone. It was a hand-me-down that happened to be a, you know, still a nice phone, but to replace it, we would be getting something that probably wouldn't play, you know, all the games that he likes and whatever. And um, all of this happened, and he, you know, he had some tears. He pulled it together, performed, and, you know, it was still kind of a long ride home. And it wasn't until the next day that my wife and I talked about it, and we realized, oh, my God, considering what happened, he handled it with a level of maturity that I don't even know if I would have demonstrated had that happened to me. Um and, and so the backstory behind this is, you know, one of the reasons why it was so important for us to put our son into sports was because, you know, he has struggled uh, with ADHD. I mean, whatever you want to call it, whatever, you know, label or not, he had problems with focusing, with, you know, attention, with – he couldn't deal with change very much, right? If you said we were going to McDonald's and then for whatever reason we ended up going to Wendy's, two very unhealthy options, but <laughs> – he would lose his mind and he would have – and I just remember a couple of years ago, my wife and I holding each other while he was having a tantrum and we were literally crying because we were thinking he's not going to be able to function when he gets older because he couldn't deal with – you know, when things wouldn't go his way, he, he would struggle. And at the time, it was happening so much that we were – I mean, nine, eight years old, nine years old, we were already projecting this – doom and gloom future for him. But it wasn't until he lost his phone that we realized, wow, he has really come a long way. And bringing it back to your question, it is 100% because of, you know, him being involved in dance, you know, having to deal with change, you know, to a certain extent, a, a lot of what they do has been exposure therapy for him, right? You, you you go to these competitions that last from eight in the morning to eight at night, and everything and anything could go wrong, or, or or one of their teammates doesn't show up, so they have to change formations for twenty four kids on one team in thirty minutes, things like that. But you know, it's 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 like when your kid grows a little bit every day, 
but then you go to your aunt's house and she goes, oh, my gosh, look how much he's grown. And you didn't really notice it un until someone points it out. But it was that moment. It, it wasn't, you know, us performing at, you know, the Wizards game or or some of these other things. Um, it, it was something like that where we go, wow, um, this has really helped. The, the time that we've invested and and the daily grind of being there as parents has resulted in this because I know for a fact that if we were sort of hands off like my parents were, he, he wouldn't have dealt with it that way. And for the first time, instead of projecting a, a bad trait into this doom and gloom future, we saw this one thing happen and we were able to look in the future and go, man, he's going to be OK. As a parent, you know, at, at your job, you get a performance review. As a parent, you have no idea if you're doing it right. That was one of the very few times where, you know, we got some feedback that said, you know what, you're, you're doing it right. That's really powerful. I mean, as dads and as parents, uh, probably the most important thing to us is knowing that our kids are going to be all right. And there's not like a an ex, there's not like a you don't get a grade at the end no. of the day. No. You don't you don't get a grade at the end of the day. You just, you know, you hope the decisions you're making are the right ones and you hope that your kid is in going in the right direction. You hope that you're making the right decisions and to see to have those those moments where like you know what things are going the right direction. Things are trending. He's he's well balanced. He's happy. He's communicating with me. Yeah. Those are the things that let you know that you've got a return on investment of time that's working. Um, and that's that's really what my goal here is with the Awesome Dad movement is to deconstruct what awesome dads are doing and to lay down a framework of core principles that fathers can follow that hey, look you know, there's a lots of different ways, to, lots of different decisions you're going to make, what to eat, when to go to bed, how to discipline, you know, you, you'll figure that out. But there, there are some core principles like the quality time, like making sure that you're happy, like making, uh, gaining trust, like being yeah. part of a community of like-minded people. You know, these are the types of things that every dad has to implement. And, and to see a dad like yourself implementing ah, these core principles – and seeing the result of, hey, my kid is actually, you know, we try different things. And now my kid is on this path to success. That's what it's that's what it's all about. Yeah. man. That's what awesome dad moves all about. And you see the world going crazy. You see kids going nuts out there and whether they're shooting up schools or, uh, you know, it's on drugs and whatnot. And you and you and you kind of ask, well, how do we get there? You know, yeah. it's 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 it starts with. The fathers. It starts with dads being involved in finding ways to just make a, an impact on their kids' lives, uh, you know, day by day. So, tell me, uh, Raymond, what is next for Dad Goals One Hundred and One? What is your oh. plan for the future? What? Where do you guys shooting for? I'll be honest with you. I really have not thought um, very far down the road. Again, one of the one of the reasons why I decided to put some of our videos online is is because um, just like with anything in life, right? Unless you have goals, whether they're long-term or, or, or short-term, I mean, then, you know, it everything's just, well, I, I wish I was healthier. I, I, I wish I could lift more weight. But unless you have concrete goals, you'll never achieve anything. And, and so what this stupid Instagram account has helped me and my family do is – when, you know, we, we get to sit around and we go, uh, you know, all right, hey, guys, 
you know, what what song do you want to do next, right? What what video do you want to do next? And and then we'll say, okay, well, let's plan it out. And we, we pull out a calendar and we go, okay, well, if it takes us, you know, two weeks to, to learn this and practice this because, you know, you got school, I got work, whatever, we're going to set a date and we're going to film this video at the mall on this Saturday. And so, you know, it, it gives you it, – it's like people who want to exercise – a lot of times they'll schedule a 5K or they'll schedule a, a half marathon or something, and it gives them something to work towards. You know, making these videos, we attach a date to it. We set up time that we're going to practice, and it kind of gives structure to that quality time, you, you, you know, and it's been helpful that way. But beyond, you know, when are we going to make the next video? I really, really haven't thought it, it, any more beyond that. Um but I, I will say my Instagram account doesn't have a lot of traction, but um, some other larger accounts have reposted some of our videos. And I, you know, I, I think our family's got a video that's got 230,000 views or something like that, but on another account. And, and to me, that just means more, more dads that I can inspire. And the funny thing is, you know, if you look at some of these videos of ours that have been reposted, we get more comments from kids that say, man, I wish my parents did that with me. That is powerful, man. That is powerful. I definitely uh, have a lot of respect for what you're doing. And I'll tell you one thing I would love to see. I'd love to see sure. the backs. Give me the backstage pass. Let me see the dad goals bloopers. Let me see you guys just completely oh, blundering. You know, that, that's a great idea, actually, because, you know, we, we have fun making these. And a, a lot of times when we do them in public, We've done it enough to know that you've got a very limited time before like secure, you know, before people start crowding around and then, you know, it gets awkward or a, literally we we filmed a video where security kicked us out of the mall. But the bloopers, you know, I, I could probably go through some like some of my old hard drives and, and, and find some of those. But, yeah, that. Because it's not so much the thing, like I said, it, it's not so much the the video, it's everything that we did leading up to that, and 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 the fun that we had doing it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It doesn't need to be, be anything crazy, but just you know, maybe in the dad goals story, uh, yeah. you, you know, just again, it doesn't need to be crazy. Just you know, hey, this is our this is our practice session. This is our this is our training session, and just and all out, the practices are are in our bedroom. In our pajamas, usually. <laughs> so, so you you you'll get to see what we look like when we're practicing versus when we, you know, kind of get dressed up and 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 film it at some cool location. Awesome. Well, I'm really looking forward to more content, and I I really appreciate you taking a few minutes and chatting uh, with me on the show. Really looking forward to seeing what's next. And I'm going to stay tuned. Uh, why don't you plug your your website, your your YouTube, and all that? Where can these dads find what you are doing, uh, Ray? Where can we find well, you? My main channel is um, Dad Goals 101 uh, on Instagram, but eventually uh, you'll see Dad Goals 101 on YouTube. And, um, you know, on Facebook or, or some other channels. But, yeah, look look out for us. And I got to tell you, Mark, it's been a pleasure. And what you're doing, even for a guy that's kind of doing this stuff, I never really broke this whole dadding thing down the way that you have. And, and to hear you kind of spit back at me sort of the things I'm doing and, and making them relatable to other people has actually helped me. 
to kind of be a little introspective and, and, and see what I'm doing right and, and, and what I could work on. So, hey, man, keep doing what you're doing. I think it's amazing. And, um, you know, I, I love your stuff. Really appreciate that, brother. And I've got some really cool stuff coming. I can't uh, release the release all the beans yet, so to speak. But I appreciate that, man. It's a. Uh, I just think it's necessary. You know, dads need to know how important they are. Dads need to to realize the impact that they have, uh, not only on the their child, but themselves, their household, their community, their state, their country, and the world. So you know, we're just gonna keep grinding, keep inspiring dads to be the best they can be, and and just to enjoy enjoy these um, moments because oh yeah you know nostalgia is is such a tricky thing i really feel like all of us here we're going to look back in 10 20 years like now we're like oh i can't wait for this or that but in yeah. 10 20 years you're going to look back and be like man i wish i could go back to that moment you know when we lost that cell phone right or yeah. man i wish i go to that back to that moment where she swam for the first time or, or whatever that is so you just got to be present you got to enjoy the moment and um you know, try I mean, to overlap. The, the, the last thing you know, I'll say to just kind of wrap up what I'm trying to do here is when when you can be a parent and you can make that fun, it's not work. When I first started, when my kids were really small, everything was work. I mean, changing diapers, you know, feeding time, putting them to bed. Until I started to really connect with my kids and enjoy it, it was work. But now spending time with the kids and, and, and trying to be the parent that I want to be. It's not work anymore. It's fun. I look forward to it every day. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, Raymond, I can officially say that you are an awesome dad. Appreciate, appreciate you taking the time to chat and uh, definitely looking forward to seeing more of what's coming and, and chatting again in the future, brother. Great. Great. Talk to you soon, Mark. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to this episode. I know that I personally got a lot of value out of what Raymond is doing, and I just love that he's able to share a passion with his kids. I think it's incredibly valuable that we as parents push aside the things that we've we've known and done and loved in the past. I think it's so important that we as fathers embrace our children's uniqueness and get involved in what they love to do. And that's, I think, the way that you can really raise awesome kids by getting involved, by staying active and being engaged in your kids' lives. It's incredibly valuable, not just to them, but to you in the long term, because one day you're going to wake up and you're going to look back and you're going to be like, I missed it. So take advantage of the days. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to Act a Dad, the Awesome Dad Show. It would mean so much to me. Head on over to Facebook and check out Act a Dad, the Awesome Dad group. An amazing group. A lot of great people. Hey, thank you so much for joining today. Have an awesome week, and I will catch you next Monday for another fresh episode. In the meantime, have a great day. Peace.